0: Welcome to College Football Week 9 Podcast. Connor Mullins alongside Coy Oslin today. Coy, let's just jump right into it. Some games from last week that kind of stood out to us. The first one that stood out for me was LSU beating Ole Miss by 25 in Death Valley. 45-20, to 20, a huge win for LSU. They got 21 points in that fourth quarter. LSU is looking really good right now. Ole Miss hadn't played anybody up to this point, and it really showed on Saturday.
1: Yeah, uh... I'm really disappointed in Ole Miss. They had an opportunity this year, and they just shattered it. Um, I really wanted Lane Kiffin to do good this year. Sadly, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. We'll get to that later. But, um, no, this LSU team realistically should have one loss. They should not by any means have lost that game to Florida State, and they're proving it, but I I still have my hesitations about them.
0: Yeah, Ole Miss, before that loss to LSU, beat Auburn by 14, beat Vanderbilt 52-28, Kentucky 22-19. That was a solid win. Then they beat Tulsa, Georgia Tech, Central Arkansas, and Troy. So they hadn't really played that many great teams, apart from maybe Kentucky, up to that game against LSU. And to finish out the year, they got AM on the road, at home versus Bama, on the road at Arkansas, and then against Mississippi State at home. In the Egg Bowl to finish out their year, so there's a real likelihood they lose all four of their last games and finish the year seven and four.
1: I realistically, I I could see them doing that, but I could also, I mean, I could also see them winning all those games. Um, I'm being, I'm being serious, especially the Alabama game. You know, I think Lane Kiffin wants that game more than anybody. Um, What it means for Ole Miss going forward is. I mean, you're gonna be in a good bowl game no matter what. You know, basically your season's set the way you thought it was. It's only up to you to make it better now and recover from this loss. Which it's a hard it's a hard loss to recover from, but there is still in theory a route for them to be not only in the SEC championship game, but in the college football playoff.
0: I agree. I think, you know, Ole Miss, if they if they win, you know, three of their last four. So you beat Arkansas, Mississippi State and who else did I mention? What was the other one I mentioned? Alabama. Alabama and Arkansas. Yeah, so you win win some of those games. I think they have a chance to be in still. It's just a lot harder now because their back half of the schedule is much stronger than their front half, and so if they really want to finish strongly, they're going to have to do it against the best of the best. The SEC West is the toughest division in college football, no doubt. For LSU, looking ahead to their schedule, they have a bye week this week, then they have Alabama – Arkansas, UAB, and A&M to finish out their year. So there's a real likelihood they can win three of their last four also and finish in the top ten in the country, which I think is realistic for them with Brian Kelly at the helm, which we wouldn't have said at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. um, Gosh, I don't know how to feel about LSU at all. I I mean, they have the talent to do whatever they want still.
0: They've come as of late, in my opinion, and I think the the statement win against Ole Miss really stands out.
1: I just... As horrible as it sounds, I wouldn't want to play for Brian Kelly. Like, okay, at Notre Dame, yeah, I would want to play for him because he just feels like a Notre Dame coach. But, like, if I'm playing in the SEC, I want to play for an SEC coach. And I think, you know, how they play this year does not matter to what his reputation there will be because if they can't get the recruits, especially if the fact that they're not getting recruits in Louisiana is the problem you know, they're losing out on guys to Louisiana, yeah. so they go other places, and it's just like, okay, I don't know how I feel about that, but alright, you know, but it's neither here nor there.
0: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how those two SEC West schools finish out their year, but turning the page to the game of the week, really for a lot of people, was UCLA and Oregon. That's where College Game Day was last week. Oregon gets the win 45-30. to 30. They close out that win against UCLA in the fourth quarter. I saw fans being like UCLA fans specifically being roasted on Twitter by the Oregon fans for having a poor crowd once again and Eugene, which I thought was funny. Bo Nix looks legit, and he had five touchdowns on Saturday.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't know how I felt about them, but then again we were judging them based off a game versus Georgia. Uh, which Where they got stomped. They got stomped, but it's like, what did you expect? Georgia's a mid-pack NFL team right Probably now. Probably
0: the best team in the country.
1: Um... I, I still don't trust them to finish out. I don't see them finishing out. Do you uh, think they'll
0: win the Pac-12? They need they
1: they need to win the Pac-12. I don't know if they will. <laughs> um, I think the Pac-12 comes down to USC versus UCLA. I really do. I think Oregon's gonna lose. I don't really? see them. I don't see them beating Oregon State. I really don't. Man, I don't... it seems like the type of year where they do.
0: It seems like it. The Beavers have gotten better this year, and they they look legit. But Oregon's schedule, other than Oregon State and Utah at the end of the year, is a cakewalk, in my opinion. You got California in the road, Colorado, who stinks on the road, at home versus Washington, at home versus Utah, and then on the road at Oregon State. That's the only game I see them losing out of those last few games. Utah, maybe. But that's a game where you're at home. If it was on the road, it'd be a different story. But I think since it's at home, they got a real chance to win the Pac-12. And I saw people talking about you know, Bo Nix not being the best transfer quarterback in the country right now, but who compares against him right now? I mean, he's looked really good for these Ducks.
1: Well, I mean, in the Pac-12, the only person that compares to him is Caleb Williams. True. But, like... Even
0: then, Bo has had way better numbers.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not just going to brag on Bo Nix, yeah. but, like, I think when you turn and look at the other conferences, he's, he's outmatched and outgunned everywhere else. I would willingly say Adrian Martinez is a better better quarterback than him. I think that's a
0: respectable... I would even say Casey
1: Thompson's a better quarterback than him. He just doesn't have the weapons that Bo has.
0: True. And I feel like we always saw the talent Bo had in Auburn. He just wasn't able to, you know, finish it out and get the wins he needed to. And then at the end of the year, he transfers to Oregon, and he's kind of redeemed himself in my eyes a little bit. Always had that big-time mentality as a five-star recruit out of high school. He's looked really solid this year. Another game that was really big on Saturday, Oklahoma State and Texas, a Big 12 fight. Oklahoma State takes the win 41-34. to UT got a lot of penalties in that game, and Oklahoma State had zero. That was the big thing for me was UT had like 15 penalties for like 130 yards or something, and Oklahoma State had none.
1: I, I would say I still feel like Oklahoma State's a better team. I don't know who, like, you got Quinn Ewers. Okay, cool. I still don't understand what the hype around Texas is. Like, okay, they, John. Well, yeah, but, I mean, he's going to go to the league. But it's it's hard to see them winning the Big 12. I love the Big 12. I talk about that every week. It's so competitive, and I love it more than just college football because everything, every game is close. But what I saw this week was that Texas has too many weaknesses right now. I don't think Steve is the answer if they want to get back to where they were. Really? I I really don't think he is. I don't think he is.
0: I mean, I I think he, he can be over time. I still think it's early for him in Austin. I think you give him at least another year, maybe two. Get Arch Manning in your system, which that's that's yeah. something to talk about too. Is he's been there's been rumors recently that he could flip to Tennessee. I don't know if you saw that, but that that's which I really mean, if he
1: flipped to Tennessee, that would be hilarious. Oh yeah, Tennessee's got to make a run to do that. I think if they make a run, it, it's it's possible. And if 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 Texas loses. Arch Manning the Oh man, it, o- it's, it's o- Sark the, out. The yeah. Red River rivalry transition to the SEC is already dead. Yeah. In that scenario.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would just make sense if Arch went to Tennessee just because Peyton played there, its family. I I've never really understood why he's going to Texas. It's never really made a whole lot of sense to me other than hundreds of thousands S- ex- of dollars. Hold ex- that and you know, it's the SEC in a couple of years. Why at so, that point
1: don't you just go to A and M? Um <laughs> True. Yeah, so no, I, I still think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big 12. It, I think the championship game's going to obviously be TCU-OSU.
0: And they got a tough game this week. They got to go to Kansas State.
1: Yeah, and, you know, okay, you, you, I think they win that game, but looking at other aspects of the Big 12 right now, you've got to think the Big 12 has to be begging TCU to win out because they'll take either Georgia, Tennessee, or Alabama slot in that final That that, CFB, probably. Unless, you know, they admit that those are the three best teams in the country. Um, It's going to be hard for that to happen, but I think it can happen.
0: Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what the college football playoff looks like at the end of the year. I still think it's a little bit too early. I think once you get to mid-November, we'll start to have a better idea of who's going to be in. Right now, I think it's just a little bit too early, especially since, you know, Ohio State, we'll talk about this in a little bit. They're playing Penn State on the road this weekend, which I know Penn State hasn't looked very great recently. They got crushed against Michigan, but Ohio State hasn't played very many great teams yet this year, apart from a Notre Dame team that was number five at the opening week of the season. Is the Big Ten bad? In my eyes, it is, apart from yeah. Michigan and Ohio State. No,
1: it really is. I, I you know, this is so off-subject, and we're going to talk about it for just a second. I'll be as quick as possible because then we got to talk about Syracuse and Clemson. But you add teams like Maryland and Rutgers.
0: You're just asking for you're it.
1: You're asking for it. You're bringing in teams that aren't going to benefit your programs at all, and now you've got just these terrible, terrible schedules. Okay, anyway.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting to see the Big Ten kind of just fall off. Penn State, at times, I feel like in recent years, have been okay. I think Under, last year they were amazing. They were really good, and they still got beat by Arkansas in the bowl mm-hmm. game anyway. Okay, yeah. But hey, Your team just, played in a bowl game? Yeah.
1: yeah wouldn't know about it. Um. <laughs> anyway, let's turn our attention to the Atlantic Coast Conference.
0: Syracuse and Clemson. Clemson gets the win 27-21 at home, but Syracuse had a chance at the end of this game to get the win. Schrader at quarterback for the Cuse, unable to get it done. They had a real chance to win that game, but DJ Young-Galele, I think is how you say his name, did not play well, and Syracuse was really feeding off him, and they forced him into a couple of key interceptions at good times. And then Club Nick came in, the true freshman quarterback from Austin, five-star guy, and did well for them. You know, he managed the offense well and was able to get that win at the end. I still th- I still like Syracuse. I think they're a good team. I think they are the the second best team in the ACC right now. I I really like Syracuse. They just got unlucky against Clemson.
1: I just don't I don't understand the hype around Clemson either. Yeah, I don't either. It's going to be interesting to see what happens after this because I mean it it you know, they're in they're both in the Atlantic Conference or uh, division. And now you're seeing a situation where it's going to stack up between these two, and if Clemson can finish out, which they're playing – pull this up right here. They're playing Notre Dame is their next game, which is, in my opinion, they, they can lose that game. Uh, Louisville, Miami could be an upset, and then they're playing SC, which I think South Carolina is actually pretty good. They but.
0: are. We'll talk about it in a minute. They beat AM, and m which – we could all kind of see coming, but anyway.
1: May I say, maybe they would be better if they bench Spencer Rattler. I think yeah. it's a possibility. Yeah. Uh it's a, it's crazy how that works for teams. Um, <laughs> no, I just if Clemson can finish out, it's fine. Syracuse isn't out of this fight yet, though.
0: They got Notre Dame this weekend at Pitt. Versus Florida State, I think this is the key game for them, though, is at Wake Forest on November 19th. If they win that game, they're second in the ACC. If they're not, they're third. I think that's a huge game for them as a program. And at that point, if Clemson loses the game, that's a real shot at that game on November 19th to win the ACC and get yourself a spot in the championship game. And then they finish the RBC. There's a lot. Those three teams. A like lot it has to happen. Right
1: for Syracuse to be in that position, but I think they should. I think, I, they, I think they should be. I think they are the best team in the ACC.
0: I agree, and I just think it's circumstances on Saturday at, in Clemson. It's a really tough place to win, but you have that game in New York. You'd probably win that game by a touchdown. Yeah,
1: well, they. I mean, and they dominated for three quarters.
0: They really did. Clemson just came on late because they benched DJ.
1: I just don't know.
0: All right, well, those are the games from last week. We will come back right after the break with our picks for this week and how we did last week. So I went 35-16 last week. How did you do, Coy? I am looking at that right now. I can't remember off the top of my head. Got it right. I think you were here. thirty-two and twenty-one, right?
1: I was thirty-two and twenty-one, sixty winning percentage. Maxion killed you.
0: Maction did kill me. I was I think over five. Upsets I killed me. Yeah, the was rough. Yeah, Miami. Wait, no. Toledo, Buffalo, Central Michigan, Bowling Green, Ball State, Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, Ohio. I all got wrong. So. Not a not a great action week for me, but anyway, looking ahead to this week, let's just start doing our picks. We got Virginia Tech, NC State tonight at six thirty. Who you got, Coy?
1: Um, gosh. okay, I've thought about this one. NC State. I don't trust them to win this game for some reason, but obviously, I'm going to go with NC State.
0: I'm going to NC State as well. Louisiana and Southern Miss. I am going to take uh, Louisiana in that one going to take Louisiana as well. I think it'll be close, but they'll take it. Utah, Washington State to finish out tonight. Watch
1: Washington State had a good. They've had a pretty good team this year. It's not They're
0: 4 and 3 on the year, 1 and 3 in the Pac-12,
1: but I think you know who I'm going with. I'm going to go with Utah.
0: I am as well. Friday you got Eastern East Carolina, excuse me, and <laughs> BYU. Speaking of BYU, they lost to Liberty last week pretty badly. And I'll talk about this when I talk about Arkansas in a minute. BYU did not look good last weekend which is interesting because they've kind of fallen off ever since that Baylor game they're 4-4 four and four now but I'm gonna go with BYU yeah I'm gonna take BYU also but very could be a close game it could be Louisiana Tech FIU FIU getting the win or wait, know they lost last week to Charlotte and they're not game of the week so I'm gonna go with LA Tech
1: I'm gonna go with LA Tech also
0: Saturday, I'll just do Arkansas and Auburn first. I'm going to go with Arkansas, even though it's in Auburn. I think they got a real shot to win this one.
1: I will take Arkansas also. Auburn has been all over the place.
0: And then Nebraska this week. Who do they have again? Illinois. Illinois. I'm going to go with Illinois. Uh, I'm
1: going to go with Illinois too. I don't don't trust the Huskers to win this one. This could be a lot of on-the-ground game tonight though. It really could be. Saturday night, pardon me. Yeah.
0: Ohio State-Penn State, a big 10 matchup at 11 a.m., big noon on Fox. I'm going to go with Ohio State, but I don't think it's as comfortable as they would like. I am
1: also going to go with Ohio State, and I I don't think it'll be as, I don't want to say comfortable, I want to say cushiony as they'd need it to be.
0: Right, because they've blown out teams to this point, but they haven't played. enough
1: for them to fall to three or four yeah
0: i think that's the biggest question mark for ohio state right now is okay you haven't really played many teams you know you're gonna play michigan at the end of the year and they're gonna be good but you had to win that game comfortably i think to seal yourself that fourth or third spot in the college football playoff
1: all right mountaineers horn frogs
0: i'm gonna go with tcu but i still think it could be close you know it's in western it's in west virginia but yeah I, i
1: think it's a trap game honestly in my opinion yeah uh notre dame and syracuse
0: Great game. I think Syracuse bounces back. I'm going to take
1: the Orangemen also. Arkansas and Auburn, we already talked about that. That's going to be at 11 a.m. on the SEC Network. Turn around, and we're going to look at Oklahoma and Iowa
0: State. Big 8 matchup. This is a fun one. I'm going to go with Iowa State to get their first win of the Big 12, but it wouldn't surprise me if Dylan Gabriel in that offense role.
1: I think Dylan Gabriel's got a new confidence since his injury. Yeah. And
0: you know, I, I'm going I'm to change my mind. Dylan Gabriel looks really good against Kansas. I'm going to go with OU.
1: All right, I agree with you on that. BC and UConn, I'm going to take BC the whole way. I'm
0: going to take BC the whole way as well. Florida State, Georgia Tech, next one up. Florida State all the way.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Florida State also. Georgia Tech's got too many issues they've got to figure out. That, you know, can't wait for Georgia
0: to finish their year versus an FCS school. Uh, Houston, uh, USF. I'm going to go Houston in this one. Houston, they'll be fine against South Florida. Toledo, Eastern Michigan, start of Maction this week. You know, I've, I haven't done well in action, but I'll go with Toledo.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Toledo also, and I also took Houston in the last game. Thanks, Connor. Uh Miami of Ohio and Akron, Miami. I'll take Miami. Miami versus Virginia, the real Miami. Uh, you know, you normally you'd think this was just a clear cut game, but I don't even know for sure now. But I'm gonna take Miami.
0: I'll take Miami, but it won't be. It It'll won't be, be by too many. close. Yeah. Charlotte and Rice. I'm gonna go with Rice.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take Rice also. Rutgers and Minnesota. I'm gonna go Minnesota.
0: I'm gonna go with Minnesota as well. Old Dominion, Georgia State.
1: Odu's pretty good this year
0: they are why not why not take odu in that one florida georgia this is a fun game it's at 230 but i think georgia rolls
1: yeah georgia's gonna roll um i mean it could be a trap game but florida doesn't have it this year no. oregon california
0: oregon people are saying this is a trap game for oregon but i don't think it is <laughs> i don't all.
1: either osu and k-state another big eight matchup this week
0: Great game, but I think Oklahoma State wins it. And I saw something earlier that Mike Gundy has excelled in these games. He's 14-3 and in games where the spread is plus 3.5 or minus 3.5, and he's 13-2 and away from home in situations like this since 2010. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Yeah,
1: Kansas favored by 1.5 in that one. I am also going to take OSU. Uh, Wake Forest in Louisville. I'm
0: going go with Wake Forest. I think they'll be fine.
1: Uh, Cincy and UCF, future Big 12 matchup. Hate to say that.
0: This is a good game. I think it'll be close. And since it's Orlando, I'll take UCF.
1: I like that one. I still don't trust Cincinnati to not win this one. Northwestern and Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, Iowa the whole way. Northwestern is just tragic.
0: New Mexico State and UMass.
1: Not game of the week right here. Big implications, Connor. Two indies going at it here, as as geographically opposite as you possibly can. University of Massachusetts, New Mexico State Cowboys. The Cowboys or the Aggies, excuse me. Two and five, and
0: UMass is one and six. Two not good teams. It's our not game of the week, but I'll go UMass since they're at home.
1: I. I like New Mexico State to win this one. We'll see how that goes next we'll week. See. Temple and Navy, a game that could be the not game of the week. Oh, man. Both schools two and five. I'm taking Navy.
0: I'm taking Navy as well. SMU and Tulsa, the next one up. And Tulsa, I think this is a solid game, an underrated game this week, but I'm going to go with SMU.
1: I'm going to take SMU also, though it is in Tulsa. App State, Robert Morris, App State.
0: App State all the way. Western Kentucky and North Texas, a good one here.
1: I'm take Western Kentucky. I think their offense is pretty good.
0: Take Western Kentucky as well. Missouri, North or South Carolina, excuse me. Missouri last week against Vanderbilt pulled out the win at the last second with a three point win, seventeen fourteen. Missouri is not good. South Carolina is good. They're in the top twenty five. Arkansas beat them, so there's no reason Arkansas shouldn't be in the top twenty five as well. But nonetheless. I'm going to go South Carolina.
1: Yeah, one of those games that makes you think about how horrible conference realignment is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go as, uh, South Carolina. I don't understand why any Missouri fan would want to watch this game in any way. There is no reason to. Uh, South Alabama and Arkansas State. South Alabama this year. What a school. 5-2, and two, look pretty good, held themselves versus a now – Top is it? 10 program. Top 10 I think, program. Maybe not
0: still, but we're –
1: yeah, South Alabama, good job for them. Um, I'm taking them.
0: I'm taking South Alabama as well. They lost to Troy last week, which was tough, but only by, I think, four, and that loss to them. But this is my game of the week at 6 o'clock on ESPN, Kentucky at Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I'm taking uh, Tennessee, but this this could be close.
0: I think this is going to be a great game in Knoxville. You know, Kentucky, I really think, has the chance to take this game but I don't think it'll be easy. I mean, Will Levis is going to have to put on a show and this one to come out with the win, but I really think they have a chance to win. Tennessee's looked really good. They have to win out if they want a shot at the SEC Championship. That game against Georgia here in a couple weeks is going to be really, really good. Um, last year, the Volunteers beat the Wildcats 45-42 to 42 in Lexington. So, I mean, it's a rematch. Lexington, Kentucky, Wildcats want that. Want that win this year after that loss last year. So we'll see what happens, but you know what? I'm going to go Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Tennessee also. USC, Arizona.
0: I'm going to go USC. Yep. Uh, Boise State, Colorado State, pretty clear cut. Boise State in that one. Coastal Carolina and Marshall, Sunbelt match up here. I'll go with Marshall.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Coastal in this one. Uh, UAB, FAU.
0: UAB all the way.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm also taking UAB. Obviously, my game of the week: Michigan, Michigan State. You know, it's been better in past years, but I always love this game.
0: It's still a good game this year. And Michigan State handed Michigan their only loss last year, I believe. So it could be a fun one. They haven't had a great year to this point. Michigan needs to win this game big if they want to continue their college football playoff hopes.
1: Uh, Texas A&M and Ole Miss. I'm taking Michigan. Also,
0: I'm, taking, I'm gonna, ooh, i don't I'm taking know. the Aggies. I still think Ole Miss is a good team. I'm not saying I, they're
1: not. I just think the backslide continues. Right.
0: I think I think it continues as well. I'm gonna go A and M. Why not?
1: Uh Arizona State and Colorado.
0: Another really bad game. I'll go Arizona State. Yeah, I'm gonna take
1: a. I'm gonna take Arizona State also. Colorado has a chance to win that one. Good for them. They yeah. should. Baylor and Texas Tech. This is a good
0: game. I'm gonna go Tech.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take Tech also. Baylor just does not have it this year.
0: They lost to BYU, and this slide has kind of continued since then.
1: UNC and Pitt.
0: I did not realize North Carolina was 6-1. Good for them. They're ranked this week. I'm going to take them over Pitt.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take them over Pitt, too. Mac Brown's experience is just rolling.
0: Yeah. Uh, UTEP, Middle Tennessee. The next one up. I'll go UTEP. I'm going to take Middle Tennessee. I don't know why UTEP is favored than this one. Middle Tennessee's 0-3 in the CUSA. That's the only reason I'm taking UTEP, but... Stanford-UCLA, late Pac-12 game at 9.30. I'll go UCLA. They bounce back fine.
1: Yeah, they'll bounce back fine. San Diego State and Fresno State. I'm going to take San Diego State.
0: I'll take San Diego State as well. Nevada and San Jose State. I'll take San Jose State.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take San Jose also. And then Wyoming and Hawaii. I'm going to roll with my Cowboys.
0: I'll go with the Cowboys as well. Those are our picks for the week. We'll be back with your favorite segment with ACU Arkansas-Nebraska after this. So, ACU had the bye week last week. They have North Dakota on the road this week. North Dakota is a very strong program. They're in the top 25 list this week after losing to the number one team in FCS, the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, by 14 at the Alaris Center. North Dakota is a strong team. They're 17-2 and two in their last 19 at the Alaris Center. I, I don't think ACU has, has a chance to win this game this week. I think it'll be close. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think they win this game. I think this has a chance to get them ranked. I really think it does. If they if they win, it's a chance to be ranked. But I don't. I don't really like ASU odds, especially in an indoor dome on the road. It's a far is, game. Is this I the first
1: know. time? Because I know ACU's played in played in a closed stadium. It's been
0: like four times in history that
1: they've played in, they've a, played dome? in a dome.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. They played. They played in the Georgia Dome against Georgia State in like 2014.
1: Yes, that is right. But, no, so they that, did. And that
0: might be the only other one. I mean, that's
1: more of a stadium than a dome, though. Yeah. Um, domes are different from stadiums, and I'll get to that in a minute. Mainly just because of how the atmosphere is. But I don't mean like fans. I mean like the actual physical size of the building. Um, yeah, they've got a chance to do good. I think they can win. I, I don't think. I think this is a winnable game. I just. They're going to have to play against that section of FCS, which I think everyone would agree the the north central part of FCS, that Midwestern part of FCS is so powerful. You've got to be really good to compete. Um, and the only team we've seen in the past that's been able to compete with him is Sam Houston. And look at him now, you know. uh, Things are fun. Things are fine. I think that. North Dakota is going to win, but I think ACU's ACU's got the ability to win this game. They just doesn't they don't need to get in their own heads basically, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, this last half of the season is really important for the Wildcats, especially if they want a chance at the FCS playoffs. They got to get it done against North Dakota in their final non-conference matchup. We'll see what happens. They're rested. North Dakota is not rested after playing the number 1 team. We'll see what happens. I keep saying that but Jeremiah Dobbins has been fantastic for the Wildcats, earned himself a spot on the National Offensive Player of the Year watch list for the FCS. He's got like 700 yards to this point in the season. He's looks really good. But looking at the schedule for ACU, they have North Dakota on the road this week on Saturday. And then they go on the road to Tarleton next weekend, which I think is a trap game, but I think it's a game you have to win. Rivalry game. It's a big rivalry game, and Tarleton just upgraded their stadium to twenty four thousand. Give seats. it a
1: give the game a name and a trophy,
0: please. Give it. It deserves one. It needs to be the Lone Star Classic or something. It's got to be, and that, that might have been what it was used to be called back in the Lone Star days. God, at we give because it was a real. I mean, you and me remember that especially. Oh yeah,
1: that was so cool. And I mean AT&T Stadium was relatively full for a Division 2 football game.
0: Yeah, I remember sitting with my parents and getting like a beer spilled on me by Tarleton fans cuz they would win and they'd freak out and you know, shake their cups or whatever. But anyway, they got Tarleton, that's going to be tough on the road. Then they go on the road to Sam Houston, and I think I really think they can keep that game respectable. I don't think they win, but I think they can keep it respectable.
1: But the game doesn't really matter. so It
0: doesn't. It's just a future CUSA opponent. And then you have SFA at home to finish out the year. I want to talk about FCS playoff odds because there are so many scenarios going into these last four games for ACU where if you win two of your last four, say you beat Tarleton and SFA, I still think you can get into the FCS playoffs, but if you go one and three, you're probably not going to get in. But if you go three and one, that's even better. There are so many different possibilities, and the fact of a home game for your first round is probably not likely if you go two and two. It's more likely if you go three and one. But if you go one and three, you're just not going to be in. So, Coy, what do you think ACU's odds are to maybe get a shot at the FCS playoffs here at the end of the year?
1: I think they're fine. I, I don't. I really think they can get in more than more than anybody else in the WAC. It's such a bad conference right now, and it's up for grabs. It's just how they play this game, Tarleton, and SFA. Don't even worry about Sam Houston. Don't. Just don't. Just close your eyes and walk through it.
0: If they can keep it to a touchdown, I think that's that's more than respectable. Yeah, I mean, very there was
1: – I can't remember what program it was that was like 2-2 two and two that's ranked, you know, and stuff like that. Just don't worry; you're gonna be fine. Uh, next year, I don't know about. I don't know about even if we'll where, where we'll be. So you know, <laughs> we'll see. There's a lot of rumors There's right now. so many. There's so much talk. Um, but let's focus on the right now. I think ACU's much better program. Uh, I think that they've proven that an FCS you can build a team in a, in a year, and and good for them.
0: With a lot of new personnel, a lot of new FBS transfers. We'll see what happens this weekend against North Dakota, against the Fighting Hawks. That game starting at 3 p.m. on Saturday, going to be streamed live on ESPN Plus at the Alaris Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Now let's turn the page to Nebraska, Coy. I'll let you start off in Nebraska, and I'll finish with Arkansas. I'm going to be quick. I don't have anything to say. Uh, Malachi Coleman, top
1: top wide receiving prospect in the state of Nebraska, top prospect in the state of Nebraska, four-star had offers from basically the whole Big 12, um, got him. Mickey Joseph looks like he could be the head coach of this team for a long time to come. And Lane Kiffin could realistically actually make a big move if the money is right. I know we've talked about that a lot, but like a plane flying from Oxford, Mississippi to Lincoln, Nebraska, a private jet, might I add, flying from oxford to lincoln is not it's 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 got to be Lincoln, and there's no question um do i think he'll actually do it it depends how they end out the year if they play bad he has a way to get out without looking like an idiot if they went out he looks just like uh who am i thinking of um i'm so glad uh lincoln riley he does he does but He'd be making a break for home, so I think people would excuse him. But it, oh, Lee, I just don't i don't know who's going to be the head coach of this team. I can say for sure, and praise the Lord, it's not going to be Urban Meyer. I just don't know who's going to be the head coach's team. I think I think if you can try to swoo Lane, then do it. If not, just stick with Mickey. He's doing a good job. That's all I've got. Illinois is probably going to be a loss. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about this year. I like watching this team play this year, though.
0: I remember tracking Sam Pittman's planes from Georgia to Arkansas and Lane Kiffin's planes as well and other people because yeah. it, it was a really hot topic in Arkansas when all the coaching carousel stuff was going on. There were so many candidates like Mike Leach, Lane Kiffin, Sam Pittman. Was no, no
1: offense to Arkansas. Nebraska is a bigger job than Arkansas. Oh, it is
0: because they have more money Just the, offer. H- the
1: money and the history. That's it. I mean, it's not a better program, but yeah. right now – But the money and the history is enough to make it a bigger job.
0: I agree with that. And
1: do we have too much access to information,
0: Connor? (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy college football fans putting it on fan forums and all that stuff. And on Twitter, it's just blown up. Oh, yeah. Connor, Arkansas is a football team. They do. And, you know, they had a bye week last week. It's a real chance to get rested. they got to get healthy in the secondary. Got to get Miles Slusher back and some other guys. KJ's looked really good. Rocket Sanders has been super underrated this year. He's wearing that number 5 jersey and making it proud for a running back at Arkansas. Speaking of Darren McFadden, who wore that jersey and lost the Heisman a couple times. Nonetheless, Raheem Sanders wearing the number 5, looking really good in that jersey for Arkansas. We'll see what happens in these last few games. BYU on Liberty. The reason I touched on that earlier is because Arkansas plays Liberty later on this year. Uh, after, actually, next week on November 5th at 3 p.m., That'll be a tough game at home. We'll see what happens with Hugh Freeze coming back to Arkansas. I don't know what that game is going to look like, but I think Arkansas will win that game. Auburn has always had our number. I think we'll win that game this week. There's a real chance. I said this last week. There's a real chance we can win these last five games and finish the year pretty strongly.
1: You know, you bring up Hugh Freeze and Auburn in the same sentence. Do you think in the future there could be something there? I haven't thought about that. I don't know. You know, because he's gonna come back to the SEC. Like, there's no question in my mind at this point.
0: I don't know if he wants to, just because of how good he has it in Liberty right
1: now. But yeah, you're getting paid good to coach a team that you're gonna for sure make a bowl game with every year. But I mean, good coaches can't help themselves, Connor. And Auburn, it it looks like the sun is setting there, coaching wise. And yeah, with Napier,
0: or not sorry, not Napier. Dang, Connor. Har- Harmon? No. I Boise was, State. I, was, I,
1: can, I can never remember his Harsin. name. Harson. Yes. Carson. Yes. yes. I don't know why I said I knew Napier. I it was an
0: H. Yeah, you're good. Napier is Florida guy. Anyway. But, yeah, so that's all I've got. That would be an interesting hire. I think it would be a good hire, too. Yeah. You got anything else, Connor? Not really. We'll see what Arkansas does in these last few games. Auburn this week got to take care of business. We'll see what happens in 11 a.m. slot. But that's our college football week nine. Yeah. You have any I'm, other I'm thoughts? I'm going to
1: digest my pride in not give a go big red this week go wildcats connor
0: go wildcats they got a real chance to finish the year strong acu against und on saturday thanks for listening to this week's college football week nine